Well, hello out there. This is Michael. And Melissa. And we are Eminem on Mondays, and uh, where we kind of cover all things um, kind of Edge Community Church uh, and uh, and the service that we do. And, and I know that some of you come to our church and some of you don't, uh, which is uh, which is a okay. Uh, but we uh, we're, we're just going to talk a little bit about how uh, the things that we experienced this week, also what we had go on on Sunday, and talk a little more and dive a little deeper into the service. So uh, that's kind of where we're going to jump into now. So yesterday we talked about letting go of control, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about uh, um, trying to. Um, move into a different direction and uh, allowing God to be in control rather than us. And, uh, so we want to break that down a little more and, uh, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can start with just asking this question. If, uh, uh, I mean, and this is for listeners as well as, as well as my wife who's sitting across the table from me. If, if the trust scale is from zero to 10, where do you land on a control scale, right? You know, if we if we go, your total trust is a zero and your control scale is a 10, where do you land on, you know, like going, hey, where, you know, I have to be in control or, or, or where do you end up at? I think I'd like to say that I'm in the middle. What does that mean? Like, uh, like you want to be in control of certain situations, but not all or? Um, I think I, I think for the, I think for the most part, I don't necessarily need to be in control, although I do like to know what's happening. Well, like, I don't need to be the one who's like, okay, I guess that's the same thing. Um, I still say I'm a five. Still say you're a five. Yeah. I think I'm still in the middle. Oh, and so, in your opinion, where do you think I'm at? I think you're a seven. Oh, seven? Seven or eight. I thought you were going to say like a 10. (laughs) Like right off the top, you're like, oh, you're a 10. There's Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. You're really close. Like, okay, you're probably like a (laughs) (laughs) 9.5. I guess. You know, I... I I know when you were talking yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, I think he's talking about himself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely... Uh, a little more of a control freak than yes. than than most. Um, but give an example: I can't be a passenger in a car because I'm a passenger in a car. I just uh, it drives me nuts. I, I can do it for very short bursts, but if we're yeah. going for a long ride, I'm driving. You know, yeah. I, I just can't. I can't do it. And it's not that I think that people's driving skills are not good. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, well, sometimes, but you know, but it, it's more of. I need to, if I'm going to wreck a car and if I'm going to be in a wreck, I need to be the one that's managing that wreck. And I need so, to be the wrecker. <laughs> I need to be the one that's driving into the, into the car in front of us, I guess, or whatever. And so it's kind of weird. It's a, it's a deep, uh, but it's like, it's like with, that way with a lot of things. I need to be in control of a, of, of just a lot of, you know, it, I mean, not my day to day life, right? I'm not like going, Hey, I need to be in, I'm not in over control of going, you know, McDonald's served my breakfast wrong. Cause usually I just, you know, I, I, suck it up and just eat that thing with cheese on it sometimes yeah, yeah. you know but but for the most part i like i i need to be able to mm-hmm. to grasp it and so we, what we were talking about yesterday was we were talking about this young girl named mary that at, at 13 or 14 years old all of a sudden is now pregnant mm-hmm. right and and it's not pregnant by by hey i made a poor decision and joseph and i went out last night and we got in the back of his buick and uh we did this right. thing and now i'm pregnant no this is like hey yeah. you're completely out of your control and how do you 
how do you, you know, like for me, like I just look and I go, how do you work through that? How do you get to this mindset of going, I'm, I'm like, why God, why, why is this the case? What's going on here? And so yeah. I think it's a struggle, right? Yeah, definitely. I definitely appreciated, um, in the message yesterday, if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to it, make sure you go back and, and listen to it. Um, how you kind of brought it to today's times. I definitely think that that, um, helps people to resonate with it just a little bit more. Um, but um, I don't think that that change, changes necessarily the um, profound effect of the story um, because I couldn't, I mean, just speaking of either myself or one of our children that happening to, like, I wouldn't even know how to uh, suggest they begin processing through that other than the fact that God has a plan. But even then, I think sometimes that is almost not even enough of an answer <laughs> I mean, in some think, cases. <laughs> I mean, just think about this. We have a daughter who's literally in this age frame. Could you mm -hmm. imagine if she came home and was like, mom, dad, I'm pregnant? What, yeah. I mean, like for our mind, it's not going to be like, well, this is of the Lord. No, you know, it's not going to be, be like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing? And, you know, and, you know, but I mean, that would be, <laughs> we would never, and if she went, but the Holy Spirit came no. upon me and no. told, you know, you'd be like, uh, honestly, uh, we'd be like, oh, maybe we need to take you to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean that sounds so, so bad coming from us but truth. But, but but it's you know but you look and think about that and go so for us that would be a total out of control moment and how yes. do you you know like what do you do at that point and you know mm -hmm. i mean even when we got the call from our oldest daughter going hey uh i'm pregnant or yeah. this is what's going on or this is how things are going to happen it was a little it was a little different with aubrey because she was not 15 um when that happened so um i don't know like i feel like the best thing for us to do at that point is to stop and pray and seek God for guidance. And that sounds like a super churchy answer, but I feel like that's what I would do. That's what most people don't do though. I know. I but know. I don't know. What's wrong with that's you? That's like not the first response, although it should be. And you hear that all the time. Like, Oh, you know, at least I prayed or maybe I should pray now. Well, like, but, but even for us not... though, we have like the advantage. We pretty much know every moment where our daughter is, you yeah. know, it'd be like different. It'd be like, who are you running with? Right. You know, like, it'd be like, what are you doing? And yeah. so it'd be a, it'd be a, it'd be a very challenging moment. Mm -hmm. And so can you imagine as this 13 or 14 year old girl just going through the same thing? I mean, don't think that it'd be a different time back then. Right. You know, no, we're, no, we're, we're, we're still in this, yes. in this moment where she's struggling mm -hmm. through at one, you got to tell your parents, you got to tell your friends, you got to tell your fiance, you got to tell all the, Hey, I'm pregnant and it's Jesus, you know, like right. you gotta go and, and the Lord is with me. You know, like yeah. how are you going to, you know, like, how do you, you know, I mean, what do you think the conversation goes? Can you imagine how people are like, yeah, sure, the Lord is right. with you. Like, exactly. I believe you. Yeah. But that's how the incarnation works, right? right? You know, this is what this what's going on. And so let me let me go through some scripture here. And so we're looking at Luke 1. So first book of Luke, Luke, first chapter of Luke, and we're looking at verses 26 to 32. We're going to jump ahead a little bit, go to 34 and 35, and then verse 38. And this is from the NLT, and it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, we're going to identify uh, where, where kind of this gives us a little bit of a timeline here. It says, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. And she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman. I'm sure this confused her a little bit. She didn't know why she was favored and mm -hmm. why. And what was, uh, it was kind of like the setup. Hey, mm -hmm. I want you to know. 
Like I do this to my wife all the time. Hey, beautiful, and she's like, "Wait a minute, what's coming? What is happening?" So it used to be all the time, and now it's only sometimes. (laughs) So, uh, and it says the Lord is with you, and so she was confused and disturbed. Is actually what the scripture says: confused and disturbed. Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean, and do not be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, "For you have found favor with God." For you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. And he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. And here's how Mary responds. I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about that come to be true. Mm-hmm. I, like for me, that's a, that's a very difficult statement, right? You know, like, hey, because like for, if it was me, if God came, you know, granted, I'm not a woman. <laughs> but if God came to me and said, Michael. It would take a miracle for you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I think every Too guy far. goes, I think every guy goes, I've got the son of God within me. But, you know, <laughs> but not true. And so. <laughs> I think for everybody else, though, you you know, if if God was to show up and go, you are going to be pregnant and there will be he will be called the son of the most high and people will worship him and people will find him holy. And I think for us, I don't I, I don't think we would go, well, I hope that sure happens, Lord. I'm praying for that right now. Right. You know, I think most of us go. No, I, I I think that that's going to get me committed to the to the funny farm, and uh, and I'm not really there for that. And so I, but that's our method of control, right? We go, I want to be in control. I want to deal with this. I want to be me, and, I, and how I'm going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Let me um, let me change the the speed of this a little bit. What are you trying to control that's outside of your control? So what do you when you think about this and asking the. Uh, you across from me, as well as those that are listening, what is it that you are trying to control that is outside of your control? We all try to have something, right? Whether it's our kids, our spouse, something. We, we try to control something that is really outside of our control. Um, I think on Sunday, yesterday, when you asked us to write something down, um, especially when you said, if you're not writing anything down, I think you missed the whole concept of the message, which is true. Um, I wrote down you, um, and I wrote down the kids, of course, because those are two pretty big components in my life. Um, and um, probably I think I wrote down my job. Um, I think a lot of times um, we just kind of feel like we're going through the monotony of something just mm-hmm. because we do it all the time. Um, and instead of uh, feeling like I need a change, then I just need to like kind of buckle down and figure out what does this season look like. Um, so that was uh, definitely one of the things that I put down. Mm. So you, the kids and job. Definitely things that are out of your control. Yeah. You know, they're just, you know, I mean, that's your job. Your job's not out of your control, but your job tends to be one of those things that can be monotonous. So it's yeah. not a, it's not like one of these things you're like, oh, I'm controlling this, but right. you know, it's, it's kind of a, um, any, can you think of a time in the past when you've surrendered tr- control to God and you're just like, I'm going to trust him with this and just, I gotta, I just gotta give it to him and move forward. Um, Probably these last two years in ministry, mm-hmm. 
it's just been really tough, I think. I mean, and and not necessarily just in ministry, but I think in life with COVID and the chaos happening in the world and that just um, can bring people down and it can throw chaos into a situation that's already chaotic. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, as far as church goes, people are afraid to be in a closed space with people. So then it's trying to figure out, okay, well, what does church look like when you're not meeting in a building and, you know, in four walls and trying to figure out um, what that looks like. And, and I don't know how many times over the last two years with all of our transitions with buildings and things like that, I've had to just say, okay, God, you know what? Like you obviously have a plan here and it's not doing me any good to Mm -hmm. sit here and worry about it. So surrendering is what has had to happen or, you know, yeah, I think that, you know, I look at it and I go, sometimes I think that God is doing, like, uh, there's times where I wonder, um, as I as I sit back and kind of try and calculate things out, I go, God, what are you trying to teach me through something? What are you, mm-hmm. what are you trying to lead me through? And what is it that, because I would never choose this path, you know, like right. the, that I'm going down now. I'd be yeah. like, this is not the path that I, that, that I think that you've. I think we all want to choose the path of least resistance. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not even after that, right? I'm just like going. I want a path that actually like I can see a little more clarity through it, right? Like because like little, I feel like the path a that I'm straighter because I feel like we're like this. Well, not only that, but also I just feel like I'm walking through fog, right? You know, yeah. like a really heavy fog, and sometimes there's moments of clarity, but yeah. a lot of times it's just you know it's like going. How do you? What is it that you're supposed to do? Which direction you're supposed to go? How are mm-hmm. we supposed to move forward here? And I think a lot of people are that way, especially yeah. in this season. So while uh, while it may seem like I don't know when you're listening to this, when you're you may listen to this now you know which is like the the week before christmas mm-hmm. or you may have heard this uh you may be listening to this at some other point but as it is right now we are a year and a 19 months into into covid right and so at this point right now a lot of people are, are i would say are covid tired right yeah. they feel like everything is out of their control and mm-hmm. you know like they're going i'm not going to let go of what i do have control of right because we're going, well, the government's telling me I can do this or I can't do that or I have to do this or I have to wear a mask. I can't wear a mask. I can't do these things. Or, or, And if you're in Texas, none of this applies to you, so don't worry about <laughs> anything. Just continue to listen to them while we're losing control. Because there's certain places like this COVID doesn't exist like it does in, in other places. And so we're just trying to you know, trying to navigate it. And we already feel that we're out of control. We already mm-hmm. feel that we don't know how it's going to how it's going to pan out. And we're like, going, and you're asking me to now give up control of other things, the things I can control. You know, right. how, you're asking me to give this up and then trust that God's going to deliver what I, or what's best for me. Not that maybe what you'd expect, because what you expect is not always what's best for you. So right. it's kind of, how do we, how do we move into that new direction? Um, so let me ask this question. What would you have to do to give up control and to trust that God with whatever specific thing that you are trying to control, what do you? What would you have to do in order to trust God with whatever it is that you're trying to control that, that you're trying to give up? What you know, if you were to think about it and go, what, what do I have to give up? Um, my own expectations. Just expectations, right? You yeah. know, like hey, but my ex, my personal expectations of the situ, the situation, like my expectations of you, or my expectations of our children, or my expectations of my job. Like I, if I'm will, if I'm gonna surrender those things, if I'm gonna surrender you to God, knowing that He is gonna do whatever He needs to do to make you and continue to make you the man that he's created you to be, then I can't allow my expectations of you as a person or my husband to get in the way of that. Yeah, but there's expectations you can't give up, right? Well, yeah, of course, but 
there, but those expectations are biblical expectations. But even there's other expectations that you would have of me that are not biblical ones. You're just like going, Hey, I expect you to be a loving father, or I expect you to do this, or I expect you to do these things that maybe you're not, you know, cause the, the Bible says to, you know, that I'm, I'm to love you and care for you, but you know, it, it could be, uh, what does that look like? How does that, right. look? you know what I mean? Don't overanalyze my answer. Well, the point that I was trying to make was not overanalyzing the answer. There's there's a way to have expectations of people but not have expectations of how God is going to move through them. There's like things that go, like I have an expectation of you as my spouse that you're going to be there for me, right? And it's yeah. just an expectation. It's not one of those things that that I, I have to go, I'm going to give up that expectation in order to trust God is going to continue to navigate in your life and change you for the better or change you for the, the what he sees as being better. I Like for me, I just go, I expect, you know, that, that I'm not, so what the clarity thing, is I'm not going, hey, you're not going to give up all aspects of control or right. all aspects of expectations of people, but there's just certain things that you have to look at and go, I know that God's got this under control right. or this portion, or, you know, and, and that I'm not going to be able to control that. Like for us, with our children, there's, there's, there's an expectation that they're going to do what I say to do, right? Oh, you know, yeah. hey, hey, but I can't go, well, God, I'm going to give it up to you and they're going to go do it. Yeah. It's just, well, just you know, if they hey. decide to poke a hole, you know, punch a hole through the wall, then I guess that's uh, what you expected them to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just, that, that's no, not going to work that way. So that's what I'm saying is you can't give up all expectations. You'd be like, Hey, no, no, no. You know, God, you know, there's repercussions to your actions. So just know, but, and that's how. You know, but so the scripture that I'm going to read real quick, it says Matthew 10, 39, it says, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. So, you know, it's, it's almost one of those things you're like, what do you mean if I give up my life to you? I think that's more what I was talking about with my expectations, because I think a lot of times as humans, we have this expectation of what life is supposed to look like. And some people would call it the American dream. I don't know if that's politically correct anymore, but that's what I'm going to say. Um, you know, with the, like you said before, two and a half kids, nice house, white picket fence. Like, you know, everybody has this idea of what their life, what they want their life to look like. Um, but that, that's the expectations that I'm talking about. Now, how much of that expectation is actually going to line up with what God's plan is for our life? And if we're too wrapped up in what our own personal expectations are, then we're not going to be able to line up with God's expectations. Well, I, I and I agree 100%. So I, I, I think that that's right. But I, I, you know, Jesus gave us some pretty simple instructions. You mm -hmm. know, he didn't overcomplicate it. In fact, that's the reason why it says his yoke is light. Cause right. it wasn't like, Hey, you got to do these things. It was like, Hey, love if God you just love, love if you just love, yep. instead of being so focused on getting your stuff or getting all these things, if you just loved, you'll find that, uh, you're following just the, 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 the two basic instructions that he gave us. He gave us really three things that he really wanted us to do, which is, which is love God, love others and go make some disciples, go tell other people about him. That's, you know, here's that's, and then those other people, you should inspire them to, so they'll go tell other people. So you, somebody told me this uh, over the last couple of weeks, somebody told me that you're not truly a disciple maker until your disciples make a disciple, mm -hmm. right? Cause you, you, you're, you have to make a disciple maker who makes disciples anyway. Um, <laughs> I say that because uh, what uh, those are the simplistic things that he told us to do. Mm -hmm. Love God, right? And yeah. so you you honor him. You do the things that he asks you to do. You move in that direction, and then you love people. And so those are the the two hardest things for us to do, actually, yeah. because 
we don't do it very well very often. <laughs> True. So, and if you're going, well, that's the, and those are actually things that are within your control. You can control how well you actually love other people and you can control how well you love God. And so when you do that, you're actually giving your life up for him to, mm-hmm. and making that sacrifice because you're going to give up things for him. Right. So it kind of changes things a little bit. Um, so I, I, I really think that we've, I, I think that this could be a whole lot longer conversation about control than what yes. we, than what we schedule time for here. So we're kind of at our, we, we try to make this about 20 minutes in order to, for you to get a little, uh, just, uh, some brief fun and, uh, some conversation and just to hear our voices, uh, to, you know, we know that some of you just love hearing, uh, our radio voices, which could be good or it could be bad. <laughs> we don't really know. Um, but, <laughs> but we do it. Um, so what I'm going to do is I want to pray and uh, just kind of a short prayer for this time. And, and, and we're going to be a little bold and we're just going to ask and, uh, and, and, and just say, God, we trust you. So let's just start there. God, we trust you. And thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for showing your love and your care for our world and each person in it. We are trading control for more of your presence and more of your guidance in our lives. We invite you to fill our hearts even now with more of you as we release our worries, our concerns, our stresses to you. Father, thank you. And it's in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, uh, that's, that's kind of it for this week. And, uh, we would love to be able to, uh, to, to communicate with you and share with you and, uh, just kind of get to know you more. Um, but, uh, you know, so reach out, comment, you know, and if, like subscribe or share guys. Yeah. And if this is uh, something that is, uh, resonates with you or maybe somebody else could listen to it, or maybe you should share it, I would suggest you like subscribe and share with those that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, uh, that's going to be it for us. And, uh, we love you. We are grateful that, uh, we get to spend a little bit of time with you each week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we want you to know that, uh, we are on, on the, the edge, edge together. together. We should try that again. Maybe because you know, she, she didn't know where I was going. Nope, apparently, I had so. no idea. Don't forget, like I say on Sundays, don't forget we, we are on, on the, the edge, edge together. together. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>